Hi guys, and welcome back to Your So Rude. We got Sam and Cobb here as kind Hi. of usual, but like not really this semester. I'm, oh my god, season! Semester. We only speak in semesters. I hate that I just said that. Um, and then we have a returning guest, one of my favorite guests that we've had, Tiffany freaking Middlemass. Tiffany, Hi. I have a question for you. My sister and I yeah. were actually discussing this earlier. How do you oh, okay. correctly pronounce your last name? Because I've heard your Middle. father, I've heard your father say it differently, and so we were actually talking about this today. We were like, "How is it said correctly?" Um, so it depends on uh, who you ask. So okay. my section of the family says middle mass. There are other sections of the family that say middle miss. It just depends on like okay. what section of the family. But, like, legitimately, anybody that, like, so my sister goes to school that Tiffany's dad teaches at, and so all of them say Middle Moss, and so she was like, I never want to say his last name because I don't know if it's Middle Moss or Middle Mass. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not Middle Moss. I'll tell oh, you that. So okay. everyone is, people are just, people literally say it, so many professors say it like that, and I'm just like, I don't know. Oh, well, do. everyone in my life has said it that way. Uh, it's, it's not, um, it's not anything that really matters, you know, like it's such a small deviance that we, we respond to anything. But like, it's your Uh, name and it should be said correctly. But I think the thing is like, you know how some people always try to make stuff fancy that doesn't need to be like, is it one of those situations where it's like, you could just say middle mass, but everyone's trying to look for like a fancier way to say it. This light is so Yeah, well, I think think people say moss because, like, in Spanish, M-A-S is moss. Like, live moss? Yeah. But you're not Hispanic. But, like, it's a, it's a, I'm not Hispanic. The the name middle mass is, uh, in fact, English and uh, Norwegian. So, Um, you know, um, like, it's, it's definitely not that. Um, People say, so it just depends on what section of the family like I think a lot of the family says miss and a lot of the family says mass I don't know I've always said mass like I that's how I tell my dad and like my grandma and my aunts and uncles say it so okay we had an English teacher in high school that one time pronounced it middle mass and I was like have I just gone my entire life ignoring how it's said but then I heard you say middle mass one time so I was like well if that's how she says it then that's how it's said I never correct people because one, it's a, it's such a small deviance that people don't remember. Like that's that's the thing, sort of thing that you don't remember. It, and so people will often ask me multiple times, and at that point, I'm just like, it really doesn't matter because I respond to everything. So I think I don't the know. funniest the funniest people are those who try to tell you how to say your last name right because I have had so many like uncles and aunties growing up that would be like oh your last name is pronounced like this and I was like no it's really not (laughs) but okay yeah I had a professor this semester who went the entire semester calling me Kava and then I finally I think two three weeks ago I was like hey prof um because he asked me a question if he, he had anything if I he asked if I had anything to add to discussion and I was like this is unrelated, but that's not how you say my name. And everyone's jaw just dropped. <laughs> and they were like, wait, what? And I was like, it's Kavya. And they were like, oh, what? Kava? <laughs> like, did they just skip a letter? They switched really the V hard? and the Y. And on Zoom, your name is always on the thing. Yeah, and like on right Zoom, now I'm popping up as International there. Club TSU because I'm using our organization Zoom. But I always change it right before class starts back to my name, just in case. And there was one time that the professor kept, like, typing in the chat, Kava, too. So, jokingly, I changed my name on Zoom to Kava, and he didn't notice. Yeah, because well, he thought what he thought your name was. Wild. Um, anyway, so I have compiled a list of some hot takes. So, so Sam and I have previously recorded an episode of Hot Takes. Um, it wasn't but good. It wasn't that good. Um, <laughs> I go back. Okay. I go, the thing is, I enjoy hearing Cobb's voice on the podcast. Aww. But 
then I hear my own. I swear I have to skip past any time <laughs> I talk. <laughs> it makes me like, it's both my voice, but also the things I say, especially in that hot takes episode. I was just like, this is not funny. Like, why did I think that this was funny? I personally think I have a really good podcast voice. I don't. I don't have a good podcast voice. I think you do, though. I've, I, one of my favorite episodes is the Valentine's. No, we did a painting in love. But that's one of my favorite episodes. And I like, I think they have a really good podcast voice. Oh, I really, thanks. No, Tiffany, I really like your voice. Like the sound, I, I'm really good at making things this is sound so sweet. weird. Like compliments and stuff. Like I'm really, <laughs> I'm really good at making them sound creepy, but you have a really nice voice. It's very calming. Yeah. In the in the throwaway episode, I don't think this actually ever sent to Cobb, but my sisters and I recorded like embarrassing stories. Um and one of mine I've told I think I've told you guys this before, but it like kind of relates to what I said about everything I say sounds creepy. I was complimenting this stranger at an ice skating rink who had asked me to record him skating and I wanted to make him feel better about how his skating was. And so I was trying to say that he's a really good skater, but I said, oh, my God, you look so good while you skate. <laughs> oh, my God. Stop. Did you actually say Yes. That? I literally said it in, like, a high-pitched voice and everything. And we both just stopped and looked at each other. And one of my friends literally, like, skated past at that moment. And she heard it. And she was dying laughing. But, yeah. So, you know. Oh, my goodness. Amazing. I hate that so much anyways hot takes yeah so we were originally gonna film this with a fourth friend but we just could not find the time for the four where the four of us were free so this is our usual like friends giving crew sam me tiffy tiffy Tiffy, who is her actual name yeah no sometimes in my head i will say tiffy poo and that's where that just came from yeah. A lot of people have me saved in their phone as Tiffy Poo. I like, I love, I love that. that. I really do. Yeah, it's really it's actually really common. More than one person, like several people, have me saved in their phone as Tiffy Poo. No one's ever called me Tiffy Poo out loud except for maybe you, Samia. Yeah. <laughs> Tiffy Poo. Yeah. I love it. I have never actually said it out loud except for this moment, but I always say it in my head. <laughs> Um, cause I'll say in my head Tiffy Poo, and then I'll say Tiff. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, and there's a fourth friend, Kristen, who is usually our, another Friendsgiving pal, but we couldn't find the time to record with her, so it is just the three of us. There are more people in the Friendsgiving crew, but it's just, honestly, it just kind of fizzles out every year, because everyone's doing their own thing, and everyone's, like, moved to different places, so... No one really knows what each other's doing. Yeah, and, like, yeah. there's no shade just at all. up as many friends as we can find. There's, like, no shade. We also no, have no, a lot, of, a lot of love for each other. It's just that we don't actually know what everyone's up to right now. Um. Okay, so some of these are just kind of, like, eh, whatever. The first one is like that. So I compiled a few from a few different websites. One of them, the first one being lima beans are really good and always the best part of a meal i've never had them before i mean i really like lima beans but that is the weirdest hot take i've ever that's not a hot take exactly i i don't know but what do they taste like i don't know i've never had a lima did you never did you guys never grow lima beans in your kindergarten class we grew them but i didn't eat them yeah you didn't eat well, like, but didn't you eat the leftover lima beans? No. I mean, to be oh. fair, mine did die. Like, mine was one of the only <laughs> ones in the class that didn't really make it. It didn't sprout or anything. But, oh. But I bad. wouldn't have eaten it, even if it did. <laughs> well, so we, I think we ate the, but I, I don't have lima beans that often, but they have them at salad bar, and they're really good in salad. Hmm. Those and garbanzo beans. So garbanzo I would say, beans. I would those are, are really good, good, right? Yeah. Their bonded beans are great. I feel like actually both of you will have a lot to say about this one. A true feminist wouldn't hold the door for anyone. What? Disagree. Disagree. That is so goopy. Who? 
feminism is about equality, so you hold the door for everyone. Exactly. As a feminist, you should hold the door door for everyone. We expect men to hold the door, so if we expect men to hold the door, we should expect women to hold the door I love, I will just say, I love on campus holding the door for men. They're so pleasantly surprised. Yeah. They get so happy when it's like, oh my god, you open the door for me. It's like, yes, human beings should open the doors for each other. Right. Yep. Yeah, I don't know who wrote that. I think someone just wrote that to, like, get people angry. Because there's no way. Actually, I don't know. I wouldn't put it past some people to actually. This one, half of it is, like, annoying. But the other half, I think, is really funny. Um, Global warming isn't real and neither is love. I agree with the second half. (laughs) (laughs) The first one, global warming is very real. Exactly where it came from. Environmental studies major who who gets dumped. (laughs) Um, Well, I I do believe in global warming. Yeah. Um, And you know the jury is still out on love. I think love is very real. I think it depends on. Like, how would you how would you define love? Like, what do you? Because there are different types of love. You know, like you have familial love, you have friendship love. Like, I love my professors. I love dogs. Like, there are different types of love. And those obviously exist. And Do obviously they? romance. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's, I mean, it's all a social construct. But I agree. Yes. <laughs> just, just, because it's, but just because something is socially constructed does not necessarily negate its realness. So, because, because something that we feel, if, we, if you negate love as something that is actually real, you're negating everything that we feel. And I think that, you know, runs into a lot of issues if you start saying everything that we feel isn't real. And so I think by default, if you are acknowledging other emotions, you have to acknowledge love. I think people sometimes get caught up in this fairy tale type of love, this fairy tale mm-hmm. definition of love. And I don't think that exists. And I don't think we should want it to exist, right? Because, like, that's not that's not People real life. Actually, like that, yeah. Right. You're just gonna get disappointed. So, do you right. guys? You're just disappointed. I feel like you've talked about this in that painting episode, but I guess that kind of goes into like, do you feel like, okay, you were just saying that like the fairy tale concept of love maybe isn't real, but you think that love is real? Like, what do you believe in, like? I don't even know what I'm trying to ask because, like, I very much believe in, like, soulmates and I believe in kind of that kind of fairy tale-esque romance. Like, I believe that that's very real and very out there. But I don't know. Do you? I think that, okay, love is real but it's not written in my stars right now. (laughs) Not in mine either. And that's a very viable like love also exists in different forms like it means different things to different people and it exists in different ways at different times of your life mm-hmm. and so I'm gonna disagree with you I don't believe in soulmates because I think one of the best things about love is love requires a lot of work and some of the best parts of love include things that aren't a fairy tale and don't necessarily have to happen with just one person because I, I like to think that there, maybe I'm just a, a, an agency type of person, but I like to believe that I have a choice in who I decide to love. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, I think you can make that fit well with soulmates. Like, I don't think yeah. they're mutually exclusive, right? Like, obviously you can choose whoever. But I think there's also something to be said about people changing and finding different forms of love at different times of their life. And I think people especially nowadays are realizing that you can you can very easily change your definition of love and either the person you're with also grows with you or doesn't grow with you and then you don't have the same definition of love anymore um I think my idea of soulmates is 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 very different like I I think you do have to work for it but I believe that like you can make that one person into your soulmate 
Yeah. Like, I feel like that's very real. Like, you have to work at it. I think that any even loving, like, your family and your friends, right? Like, it's not going to be easy. But it's, like, I think that, like, you can find that one person and, like, both work towards that. And, like, that person is, like, I don't know. It's just, like, it fits, like, like this. I she, Okay. I, like you that. guys can't yeah, see I, what I, she I, just did. Lovely. But she just weaved her fingers together. <laughs> I do, I think, like, I want to also hear your opinion on this. I feel like you and Tiffany are very similar in that you're more realistic about your concepts of love. I think that, okay, I agree with Tiff that soulmates aren't necessarily real, but I also, I okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I agree with Samia that you can make somebody your soulmate. Um, but, yeah, the whole, like, fairy tale aspect of love it's going to set you up for disappointment, and I think love in general sets you up for disappointment. Um, I'm not projecting. I don't know what you're talking about. Are we sure that she didn't write the global warming and love isn't real hot take? <laughs> no, because I believe global warming is real. Maybe I just wrote that to throw you guys off. So you think, but you think, you do think love is real, right? I think love is real, but it's just not for me right now. But if anybody wants to hit me up, We've been asking for people to hit us up since episode one, and I don't think anyone has done it. Not a single person. But now's your chance. You guys, you guys, my neighbor, my next door neighbor got a golden retriever puppy. And so when I was coming home for Thanksgiving, um, we, I I live on the sixth floor of my building. And I, as I was walking out with my suitcase, there was Bodie, the little golden retriever, and his his owner Reed and Eric his owner Reed and Eric and oh so I had to stop and say hi but I get on the elevator and the elevator doors start to close and suddenly I see just, just this huge fluff ball run into the elevator and Reed is running after him, no Bodie no Bodie and like I have to push the door back open so Reed can get the dog out of the elevator he really just wanted to go with me because he acknowledges that I'm so cool and he just wants to be with me constantly that's but so cute Wow. He's My so favorite cute. dogs are pugs. I think they're the most beautiful dog to exist. Like, they're so Do you cute. Really? Yeah, I, mean, I, I agree. Them. They're very cute. I don't know if I would agree with them. They're the most beautiful dog to ever exist. But they don't live that long because their noses are squished so they can't breathe. Wait, really? This is also true. Yeah. Yes, it's actually, those in French Bulldogs, they, it, they're really bad breeds in terms of, like, their lifespan, their healthiness. They can't really breed on their own either. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I think French Bulldogs have dogs, to be... So you guys just really made me sad. <laughs> this is why I like cats better. Wait, that's lives. another hot take that I have. Oh, cats have goodness. nine lives, so they are better. The next hot take oh, is cats are better than dogs, which I 1,000% disagree with. That you being allergic to cats says more about you than about the cats. Who's allergic to cats? Tiffany. Oh. Listen, I love cats. Don't get me wrong. I love, especially cuddly cats, but they do make me sneeze. So, you know. I don't really like cats. They freak me out. They scare me. Because you never know when they're going to attack. I've been attacked by a cat before. That's why I'm saying that. I was just minding my own business and all of a sudden I had cat claws in my arm. Also, I had to feed my neighbor's cats one time while they were out of town. And so I went into their house and, you know, I'm like giving them food. And this freaking cat would always claw the crap out of my legs every time I was feeding him. And I'm like, I can't do anything to you because you're my boss's cat. But you're being mean to me. Okay, but... Think about them as like babies, right? Like okay, they don't I hate know babies what too. Doing, they don't know what you're, they don't know what you're doing. They can't communicate with you in English, so they're scared. I hate babies and cats, so it makes sense. You did not just say you hate babies. I did absolutely. I said that with my whole chest. I mean, you already knew this. You already knew. No, she didn't I like thought babies. she didn't like kids. I hate babies. All they do is what, what poop and kids? cry. Babies no, are ba- also kids. Okay, but babies like infants versus like children, like two to four, four to six years old. They're all bad. Oh my god. Don't give me a child until they're like 17. 
even after. Yeah. I'm still a child. Yeah. And I should be an adult. I'm surrounded by actual adults in school now, now. Like, so it's just made me realize that I'm very much not an adult. Is there a beautiful man in your law school class? What about, like, a beautiful brown man with a beard that can dance? Um, that wants to be a doctor. Yeah. That wants to be a doctor. <laughs> well, considering, yeah, like considering I'm in law school, the answer is no. There is no man in general who wants to be a doctor. <laughs> um, sometimes there are MDs who go to law school, but I don't think there are any. You know what, though? There, there is no um, beautiful brown man who can dance uh, in my law school. I don't think anyone of the, the men look like they can dance in my Sometimes law school, but there are some you. beautiful men in my law school. Are there I any, will say that. Are there any that you said that already have their MDs that are looking for um, Kav? Because she could go with No, that not in my class. Uh-huh. I don't think there are any MDs in my class. Sad. Yeah. That's oh, well. So sad. You said it yourself. Love is not written in the stars for you right now. There you go. Yeah. Coming full circle. Um... <clears throat> this next one I feel like Sam will have a lot to say um because it's just really funny it says Kanye West seems like a fun person to hang out with okay so I was a huge Kanye fan but I will just say no he would not be a very fun person to hang out with <laughs> based on you know recent events um just do a quick google search I like his music is good his music is great but I just would not want to be around that and I'm gonna leave it at that I don't think anyone would want to be around that right now I hope you're doing okay though Kanye like please take care of yourself and you know him conceding in the 2020 election was so funny like did anybody vote for you <laughs> uh, probably he, he got it he got like several thousand votes yeah I want to know who, like, the Kardashian-Jenner clan voted for. Like, did they vote for Kanye? There's no way they voted for Kanye. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I didn't think they would, but can you imagine, like, Kanye comes home and is like, hey, hon, hey, Kim, who'd you vote for? And she's like, um... Kim especially voted for Biden. She would straight up be like, Kanye, you cannot vote for yourself. You have to vote for Biden. (laughs) (laughs) I love that for her. But she was complacent in his presidency, so... That's... It's just, like, that whole situation. Like, obviously, with celebrities, like, it's kind of sad, right? Like, it's like, you don't really know what they're going through. And I also feel like Kanye's going through a lot right now, and that he just needs to, like, get that, you know, worked through. But it's just, like, you know, as a celebrity... I think I was talking to my sister just a while, a while ago, because I was like, you know, it's kind of sad. I feel like Kanye's just, like, he's going through a lot, and he's, like, projecting it all. Like, he's not taking care of his mental health. But then we were talking about how... In that way, like, as a celebrity, especially if you've been one for so long, you do kind of have, you have to take responsibility for the things you say, right? Like, as a person, and, like, especially since you've been in the public eye for so long, like, you have to be aware that, like, the things you say have impact, and they're going to be there forever, and so you still have to take responsibility for all those things you said, even if you, like, could argue that you weren't in, like, the best state of mind when you said them. So, I don't know. I feel like Kanye's situation is very interesting. I think he's just trash. Okay. (laughs) That too. So no, he would not be fun to hang out with. On Kanye, sorry. Did you say you don't have an opinion? If this was like before everything, I would literally like. I would love. I would love to talk about it. I would be like, oh my god, let's talk about these songs. Talk about how cool he is. No, I just that's kind of all gone out the window. I want to talk for a second about how Lil Wayne endorsed Donald Trump, and that made me so sad because I recently found love for Lil Wayne, and now I'm really bummed out. Lil Wayne endorsed Donald Trump? Yeah. I think Lil Pump did, too. Not that they're on the same level at all, but isn't he the one who's saying, no, what did Lil Pump sing? I don't even know who that is. I don't know what he sings. Yeah, I don't know who that is either. Do you want me to Google it? Yeah. I'm going to Google it. He probably has, like, one or two hit songs, I feel like. I just don't remember. But, like, Lil Wayne has a lot of good songs, and it just makes me so sad that he endorsed Trump. Lil Wayne was such a legend for so long. He still is, but... I I mean, mean, no, he's not anymore after endorsing Trump. 
Lil Wayne, if you hear this, stop. Okay, you cut out, but I don't know what he said. Gucci gang. What did he say? Gucci gang. Gucci gang, that was a little fun. Yeah, it's okay. I could have made that song too. I'm going to make one called Dior gang. (laughs) Dior gang, Dior gang, Dior gang. (laughs) And I voted for Biden, so. Oh my gosh. Y'all, I <laughs> when I was voting, I feel like you're not really supposed to talk about voting. No, that doesn't make you any can't sense. take a picture of it. You can't take a picture. That's okay. So I, it was my first general election. I am of the young variety, <laughs> and so I we have like paper ballots in our small town, um, and so I like was able to vote here because I didn't ever move my address to where I like go to school and so I I accidentally voted for the wrong candidates for some of like the local stuff because I didn't I thought that REP was representative not Republican because there there was no Democratic candidate like no one was running against them so I was like I'm confused like why is there only one so it must just be that they're the current one and then I was going to like send it in the thing with my sister and she was like girl you did not just vote for all of these people and so I was like oh like since it's like a scantron I'll just like cross it out it won't take those specific votes like it won't count that part but it's like a scantron it won't count any of it if you write on like any like weird mark and so it wouldn't go in the machine and the lady was like why is that happening and then I was like I don't know and she turns over my ballot and I literally <laughs> Wait, she's not supposed to do that. I know. Things are weird, you know, in a small town and everyone looks at everything. But she looks at my thing and she's like, maybe this is why. And she points to where I had voted for one of the Republican candidates. And then I just wrote, nope. And they let her <laughs> Did she give you another ballot? Yeah, I had to like, she was like, yeah, just go get another one and like, put, like, like cross this one out. And then they put it in separately. So I was like, wow, I... You know, it was a very fun experience, but. So I haven't changed my voting address yet. So I had to do an absentee ballot and you have to get those notarized in Missouri. Um, and I, on campus, they were doing this like thing where people who were notaries were notarizing students absentee ballots. So I was like, okay, I can go do that. So I got my ballot in the mail. I filled it out, did everything. And then I went to campus to get it notarized I don't have a parking pass because the pandemic there was just no I take most of my classes from home I only go to campus a couple times a week no reason to have a parking pass so I don't have a parking pass but so I get to outside of the campus center and which is where the notaries are and I'm like I'm gonna be in there for three minutes five minutes tops like I just run in get it notarized so I park in this little side parking lot there are no other cars in the side parking lot and I run inside, and I get my ballot notarized, and I run outside, maybe five minutes past, probably less, and I got a parking ticket. And I got out there, and there was no parking vehicle to be seen. Like, there, like the person who gave me the parking ticket, nowhere to be seen. So in the span of those five minutes that I was inside, some person came up, gave me a ticket, and left to the point where I wasn't able to see them. And I just don't know how it happened. And I'm just saying, you're giving me a parking ticket in the middle of a pandemic. You're not even making me pay for parking most days. Like, what? I just want to say. I was really upset. I just want to say. So, when I was touring colleges before, like, my senior year of high school, I toured three in one weekend. Washio Slough and, oh, what was the other one? Um, It's the one in St. Joe. I can't remember what it's called. That's why I didn't go. Um and SLU and the one in St. Joe gave me a free t-shirt and WashU gave me a ticket. So I immediately was like, I'm not going to WashU. They are quick with parking tickets. Campuses in general. I like had a similar thing and so I didn't buy a new parking pass because I was about to go home and like when all everything was shutting down and so my parking pass expired I think um No, I'm getting my dates and stuff. It was in August, so I had gone back for a little bit, but I was going back home the next day. And my parking pass had expired the day before, and I didn't really realize it. And so I went, and no one's there. I just went to print something off in the library. And I – 
I came outside, same situation. No one's there. It's just me, fat ticket. And I'm just going to say, I know it's students, at least where we are, like the students, like a student job to like go around and give people tickets. I don't care. I don't care that you're a student and you work for the school and you should not be giving your fellow students tickets. If I was, if I was working there, I would just look the other way. I'd be like, I know homegirl's going through something. I'm just going to pretend like I didn't see this car. Well, and it's like, here's the thing. I, I will say $35 for my parking ticket. I will gladly pay $35 to go. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it sucks, but it was worth it type of thing. But I'm just saying, I was there for five minutes on a campus that $35, I'm sorry, does not make a big difference to your bottom line. Like, that $35 is doing nothing for you. So you have a ton of money for ticketing me. And I'm just like, what the heck? Come on, guys. Just don't ticket me. It's free, <laughs> but it's fine. I paid it. My friends were like, you I should hope contest that you paid it. it. Well, my friends were like, you should contest it. I bet if you if you put it in, they probably wouldn't make you, like, if you contested it, they probably wouldn't make you pay. And I was like, no, I feel bad because I did park in the wrong spot. I was running late to get my ballot notarized. Normally, I park in the garage next to the law school where I can take a ticket and pay for it afterwards. But the notary thing was in the campus center, which is across campus. And so I drove to the parking lot next to that instead where they didn't have a meter. So if I had just been, you know, a good student and went on time and was able to park in my normal parking spot, this wouldn't have happened. I disagree. I just don't think they should be giving parking tickets. I'm very anti-parking tickets for many reasons. The last time we did yeah. hot takes, we also talked about parking tickets. <laughs> yeah. Because that's the same day that I got my parking ticket. Flavored coffee oh. gets a bad rap. Yes. Flavored coffee is delicious. And I think same goes for instant coffee. I know that maybe if you're like a really, you're a coffee snob, like, you know, that's really bad. But it's like, I just feel like. It's so easy. It's so easy, and I don't think it tastes bad at all. I think it's just, like, it's really good for when you're when you're busy and you're on the go, and it, like, it gives you exactly what you need. Yeah. Um, I think it's, like, there's better brews out there for sure, right? Because instant is just instant. But um, I feel like people just make fun of it because it's, like, oh, you're not into real coffee if you drink instant coffee. Like, no, I can be into both. Aww. I think instant coffee does what it's supposed to. Tiff is showing us her apartment, and there was a little baby tree. coffee, so... I drink a lot of coffee. Wait, you don't drink um you don't drink coffee? That's admirable. I do not. Oh. I mean, it just caffeine makes my head spin. So, like in not a good way. So, how do you like do you study long nights? Like how do you stay awake? I don't. <laughs> do you Like what do you mean? Do you sleep early? No. So I, caffeine won't really help me keep, like, it just makes me feel really bad. And then I want to go to bed. Um, so what I do to stay awake, I'm actually not that bad at like, at night, I don't get super sleepy. It's more in the morning. So when I'm super sleepy, but normally I'll just have like tea or I'll eat a snack. (laughs) I've, I've eaten a lot. I gained a bit of weight. In quarantine as we all have wow I could not I mean I'm very caffeine intolerant and so it takes me a lot of like sugar and a lot of caffeine for it to work just because I drank a lot of soda as a kid and kind of growing up so it doesn't really do as much as it should but I still have to I still rely on it a lot to to at least like okay this is really bad but like obviously a lot of caffeine is going to give you a massive headache sometimes I rely on the headache to be what he's doing because like like I don't get a buzz from the coffee right but it's like the headache is so bad that like I can't go to sleep and so I'm like I might as well do homework oh my god that's unhealthy yeah very unhealthy um my freshman year of college I was drinking like five six cups of coffee a day she's panting um And then I cut down. I think now I'm at like one to two cups a day, but I definitely need coffee to function. Um, but I usually drink black coffee, which was the point of that hot take. Ew. Do you guys like the taste of coffee? Yeah. 
I don't. I mean, I really don't. I have to add a lot into it because it's just very, I don't like the bitterness. At that point, it's just not coffee. Yeah. No, I agree. It's really not. Like, you're just drinking sugar. <laughs> With some. That's the best part. Like, literally, uh, this is sugar is great. Um, okay. <clears throat> Next one. ASMR videos are annoying. No, I love ASMR. What kind of ASMR do you, like, engage in, though? What do you, what do you mean? Like, do you like, like what, hearing what? things, watching things, and if so, what do you like to watch? What do you like to hear? Oh, I love, like, hair sounds. It's, like, because it reminds you of when someone brushes your hair. You know, it's, like, when I love listening to people brush their hair. Do you not? I love it when people brush my <gasps> that hair. That sounds so, so creepy. <laughs> I, okay. I don't think ASMR is annoying. I just feel very uncomfortable. So I, I wouldn't, I don't listen to it. Like, I don't personally like it. But I get why it's calming. Because I feel like, I think I said this. When I, to Kavya, like, when we were recording another episode, I don't like the idea of someone, like, whispering in my ear. Yeah. It makes me very uncomfortable. Yeah. And so yeah. I think I, a lot of the ASMR videos are, like, too much for me. But I also hate – okay, this is really hard because I kind of got into watching these videos. I hate, like, hearing chewing noises. And it's so funny because oh, when we record podcast episodes, I'm always eating. And so Kav is always the one that is on the receiving end. And so I know how bad that is. But, like – I hate them, but I've recently gotten into watching, like, the mukbang videos that are, like, ASMR, too. Oh, I hate those. I like seeing how much food they're eating, because sometimes I'll see it it at night, and I'm really hungry, and, like, I don't want to go eat it, so I'll just watch that, but I hate hearing it. Like, I just, like, I get full watching them eat, but I cannot hear the sounds. Oh, my God. No, I just love watching people brush hair. Like, or, like, like, braid hair. I think that's so relaxing, like, just to see people like brushing someone else's hair or like you know like videos where they're teaching you how to like curl your hair or like cut especially like at home cutting your hair that's what we've all had to learn right yeah like it's just so calming to watch someone else brush hair because it like I love when people brush my hair so it's like the same sort of feeling so is this like you find these just like on YouTube like people brushing hair and then you just watch it so there's two ways that I can fall – well, there's three ways that I can fall asleep. I can fall asleep, just, like, fall asleep. Um, I fall asleep. I love listening to, like, hair brushing. Love that if I, like, really need to turn my mind off. Or I watch Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> <laughs> like, like the soap opera? Pride and Prejudice? You don't know what Pride and Prejudice is? Like the Stop. movie or the soap You're opera? Lying to me. The soap opera? I think I'm thinking of Bold and Beautiful. Sorry. Yeah, not Bold and Beautiful. Yeah, I'm like, there is no soap opera Pride and Prejudice. No, so I'll watch at night, I'll watch the, um, the 1995 BBC series, because I know all the words. I'm really exposing myself here, aren't I? Um, I love Pride and Prejudice. My first year of college, I used to fall asleep, so Psych is my favorite TV show, and my roommate can attest to this, that I would, like, fall asleep, like, I would have Psych on my phone, and then I would have the covers over my head, but my hand would, with my phone, would be out of the covers, and I would just fall asleep to random episodes yeah. of Psych. No, that's what I do with Pride and Prejudice, because here, this is a hot take, a hot take that you two won't really understand, but 1995 BBC Pride and Prejudice is better than the 2006 Kira Knightley Pride and Prejudice, but that's... That's something that you guys will understand. I've only seen the Kira Knightley Pride and Prejudice. Mm, see, the Kira Knightley Pride and Prejudice has all like the sexual tension, but the 1995 BBC series has Colin Firth. So, take what you will from that. I haven't I seen either like, of them. Well, you've seen what? You've seen I both haven't of them? seen either of them. That's sad. You should watch at least one of them. They're, the 2006 Kira Knightley version is on Netflix, leaving in December, so you better get on it quick. Um, and then the BBC series is on Hulu. Doesn't the Kira Knightley one have Ashoria Rye in it? I don't know who that is. She's a Bollywood actress. Are you thinking of um, that one movie? 
No, she's in Bride and Prejudice. Come. Wait, what? <laughs> I knew it. This, that's that goofy movie. Oh. It's like, it's like basically the same concept, right? Like they made it off of Pride and Prejudice and it was released in 2005, but it's like, it's like a, it's like not, it's not the same. Oh my God. I've spent literally the last 15 years thinking that Ashoya Rai is in Pride and Prejudice. Thank God I never like said that out loud until no, this moment. Pride and Prejudice. I'm pretty so. sure everyone is super white in Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, I mean, in Bride and Prejudice, the main dude is white, too, right? And it's like, ooh. But, yeah. I mean, there's a new recommendation for you, Tiffany. If you want to fall asleep to something else, try watching Bride and Prejudice. I do like all of the iterations. I love watching iterations of Pride and Prejudice, so I will watch that. I don't know how good it is, but... It has a story in it. I watched the Mormon Pride and Prejudice. That one was something. I'm sure it was. Um, Do we have any more hot takes? Yeah, I have a couple more, but I'm going to pick my favorites of them because we're, we've been recording for a while. Um, Jennifer Lawrence is a terrible actress. I don't think so. I, I think like she's a decent actress. Yeah. She's a good actress. I just, like, I, I... I think she's good. I just, I'm not, like, she's not my favorite or anything, but I don't, yeah, I think I don't, she's a I good actress. Think she's, like, the most amazing actress in the world or anything, but I think she's a good actress, for sure. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't think her accolades are, are misrepresented. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I think she deserves a lot yeah, of things that she's well deserved or anything yeah. like that. Right, like, she works hard and she's a good actress. I just, like, I also, I think some of the movies that she's in just aren't really my type of movie, too, so I can appreciate that she's a good actress, but, like, I haven't gotten super into any of the movies she's been in, because I wasn't a super big Hunger Games fan for, like, her mainstream stuff, and then all the other stuff that she's done that's, like, supposedly her best work, it's just not really, like, I don't, I, I've watched them, and I'm not super into them. Like, they're just not yeah. my favorite. And this last one, I know for a Fact will rile Sam up. Um, are you guys ready for this? I'm Frozen ready to, like, tone was down a terrible movie. Wait, I can't Say it again. Frozen was a terrible movie. Now, come on, y'all. This is a joke. Wait, who wrote this? Wait, wait. Tangled or Frozen? Tangled or Frozen? Do you know that one? People t- saying that Tangled is a much better movie than Frozen. That's a hot take. I I think Frozen is better personally, but I most people think that Tangled is better, or a lot of people. I do. think people just come after Frozen because they're like they try to lump it into the whole like oh it's one of the newer Disney movies so it can't be as good. I think that's like I think we all kind of fall into that right. We're like oh the golden age of Disney movies were better blah blah blah. But like what is there not to like about Frozen? It follows like. I I can't even think straight. Like, why would you put that kind of negativity into the world by saying something so factually untrue that Frozen was a terrible movie? Hot take. Frozen 2 was better than the first Frozen. I agree. I, I really liked the plot of Frozen 2. I was also talking about this with one of my friends when we went to see it, and I was just like, you know, I think Frozen itself was like, I guess you could call it the classic one, it's the original, right? But it's like, it was more about getting you introduced to the characters and the concept of Frozen, whereas Frozen 2 had a lot of, like, I think it was a really well-developed plot, I guess, compared to Frozen. It had a lot of, like, Moana vibes, where it's all about finding yourself, and I loved that. Like, I I was really invested in the storyline in Frozen 2. I was less invested in the storyline of the first Frozen, but I loved the first Frozen, especially because I loved Olaf. He's just my favorite character, me I too. Love I, have, I have two frozen. I have two Olaf pajamas. I have purple ones from the first movie, and I have an Olaf onesie from Frozen Two. Love I that. okay. Let it go was a lyrical masterpiece. I learned all of the lyrics um, after the first time I saw it. I think it came out when we were when I was in, like middle school, right? Elementary, middle school. That's it was like not very recent. Or twenty. I saw it. 
saw it with, I think I was probably like a freshman in high school. Oh, when did Frozen come out? 20, oh, no, it came out in 2013. Never mind. I was not, I I was not as young as I thought. Okay. Yeah. Because I remember I saw it, I think it might have been either my brother's senior year or his freshman year, like his senior year of high school or freshman year of college. And so right around that time when I was a freshman in high school, because we, we see movies together on um, Christmas. Yeah. Like my family, that's what we do. And so I think we were in, like at my grandmother's and we went to see Frozen. Yeah. No, I, there's, it's like one of those things where I have so much to say that I don't have anything to say. Like, there's no reason for me to sit and like, put myself through the emotional turmoil of trying to battle with someone who clearly has more going on inside of them to say something so evil that, like, Frozen <laughs> a terrible <laughs> I think it's the same person who wrote Global Warming and Love is Not Real. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's I just better. To, I used to actually ignore it. I used to argue with people who would say that Tangled was better than Frozen because I would get really worked up about the fact that 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 such a huge part of Tangle is this love story between Rapunzel and Flynn Rider. And don't get me wrong, I love Flynn Rider. Of all of the men, it goes Lee Shang from Mulan, Flynn Rider. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. like he's pretty high up there. I don't dislike, I'm not trying to diss Flynn Rider. But it's such a huge part of the movie is like them together and, you know, it's a better love arc than a lot of other Disney movies, but still. Versus Frozen is about sisterly love, and I love that. Like, the love that cures everything isn't romantic love, it's sisterly love. I, and I think that's a, another thing. It's like people, like, I thought Tangled was great, right? But it's like, I just feel like people are like, oh, Tangled came out before, and so it's just automatically better. And, like, then people are trying to, like, change stuff up and make it new, and so Frozen is not that good. It's also, like, this is kind of different, but I really hate, like, how people were coming after, like, Cinderella for being, like, really misogynistic when I didn't see it that way at all. I feel like she – I think the whole idea of the whole fairy godmother thing, like, that was just, like, trying to, I guess – be hopeful like that was her way out of like her difficult situation was that she was able to then like become a princess but it's like she held on to like the hope that she would get a better life when she was working through a very difficult situation and like I don't think she never relied on like oh I'm gonna find a man who's gonna like take care of me and that's the only way it's just like that is just like what her luck was like that's like she met someone she's able to become a princess and leave her like evil stepmother but I don't know. I feel like I just I hate when people come after that movie. Yeah, I, I don't com- think it sent a bad message at all. I, I completely agree, and I think there's a big difference. And I think people forget about this because modern women have a completely people view modern women as not uh, as capable of making their own destiny outside of men. But this ties back to Pride and Prejudice. Cinderella did not happen in that type of society. You know what I mean? You have to put Cinderella in the context and her agency is part of what makes that movie great because it's not about her finding a man to save her. Like literally the only way out of her situation is to marry someone else. She doesn't have another option. Like she has to marry out of her situation. It's the same thing in Pride and Prejudice where people talk about Pride and Prejudice being like a feminist novel. When you look at the context... Like, these women can't have their own jobs, they can't own property, so what, they have to use the tools at their disposal to figure out a way out of their situation. And I think people look on those types of situations as misogynistic when it's just the reality of it, and they're actually using all the tools to their capability. Like, her, one, working hard in her household and trying to make a good life out of what she has is admirable in the first place. And then her becoming a princess by marrying the prince isn't, like, that was her only way out. You yeah. know what I and mean? I think, I think people, like, I actually read someone's take on Cinderella, and they were like, why didn't she just leave? Like, why would she stay with her evil stepmother and her stepsisters? And I'm like, do you um, think that she would walk, first of all, I feel like they locked her up or something, but, like, if she was able to leave, how would she survive? How, do you think yeah. that someone's just going to take her in off the street and be like, oh, look at this raggedy 
girl. I'm going to like, her name is Cinderella because of the cinders, like her always working in yeah. the, and I just like, I don't know. It doesn't make sense, but that, I feel like that's like one thing I loved about Frozen was like, I think they, they, they made it different. Like they still yeah. kept the, I guess the root of Disney, which is like all the magic and all the, like the great things that, you know, you want to see and that you want your kids to see. But they made it slightly different. Like, yeah, in Frozen 2, they did tie it up. They had, like, a romantic interest for Anna and stuff like that, which was really great, like, for people to watch. But the main part was about, like, the sisters and, like, their friendship with Olaf and how, like, Olaf is, like, you know, learning to, like, be happy, too. And Elsa's learning to be happy, too. And then the sisters work on their relationship. And it's, like, that was the main part of it. And, like, saving their their community or what is it, Arendelle, like, their kingdom and they were, like, ready to do that themselves. So it's like, I think it's a really, really good message. And I don't know why people hate on it for no reason. You know? Wow. <laughs> How's that for a hot take, Kavya? That was the kind of fire I was looking for. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so that was our last hot take. The time has come to wrap it up, unfortunately. Yeah. Um... So, Tiff still lives in the 18th century, so she doesn't have an Instagram, um, but you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and a few other podcasts, um, apps, but not SoundCloud, because we're not trying to pay to have our podcasts uploaded. Um, we currently need to be paid for this podcast. We can't be dishing out money to have our podcast on platform. Yeah, I'm not so. trying to go into debt for you guys. Sorry. <laughs> um, but you can check out our website at yoursorudepod.wixsite.com slash YSRP. Um, Sam, what's our social media? Um, it is all at You're So Rude Pod, all in English, no capitalization. Well, I guess that doesn't matter. No punctuation, though, on Instagram, on Twitter, and all of those wonderful places. And uh, you can also send us an email. Yeah, you can shoot us I think an if email. You, do, you can do that through the website. You can send us emails, stuff like that, anything you want to hear. You know where to find us. Yeah. So go do it. Let us know who you want to hear, what you want to hear, if you hate us and want us to stop. Don't leave that message because we're not yeah, going to. Keep that to yourself. Yeah. Um, and if you have any questions, let us know. But with that being said, we are, we're out of here. 